Namaste and welcome to Detours with me Anuradha Goyal where I talk to some very interesting personalities about journeys of all kinds. Today I have with me Shrimati Ponni Selvanathan ji. Uh, she is a researcher in Shilpa Shastra and she belongs to a very prestigious family of Shilpa Shastris who have worked on almost all major uh, South Indian temples, including the big temple, Grihadeshwara temple. I had the good fortune of meeting uh, Poniji and her husband, Selvanathanji, at a temple restoration project that they were doing in Sri Lanka. And that's when I heard so much about Shilpa Shastra from them that I think I consider myself their student. Um, I also mentioned them in my book, Lotus in the Stone, whatever they uh, told me about temple restoration. So today we are going to ask Poniji about what do Shilp Shastras tell us about maintenance, restoration, and preservation of our existing temples? Uh, Poniji, welcome to Detours. Yes. Uh, namaskaram, Manaka Mama. And we thank you uh, for a wonderful uh, session by Detour. And uh, it's a honor that Anuradha Goyalji is our student. It's a real big honor. So uh, it's very nice to uh, open this subject of maintenance and renovation. And this we call as Jeevnodhara in technical parlance. And uh, um, I would like to uh, uh, start with Jeevnodhara giving the uh, background because Jeevnodhara is a single word which you can't easily understand and you cannot find in any Google or uh, uh, Wikipedia other engine, search engine. So, Jirnodara belongs to Vastu Shilpa Shastra. So, we all think that Vastu Shilpa Shastra is building architecture. No, it's not. It is Vastu Shilpa Shastra covers both the branches of building architecture and temple architecture. So, building architecture we call Manushyalya Vastu and Temple architecture and sculpture we call Devalaya Vastu. So Jeevnodhara is part and parcel of Devalaya Vastu. Like you see, uh, this is integrated science and technology. Vastu Shastra is an integrated science and technology, enabling we humans to experience harmony and uh, physical uh, welfare and bliss. So now coming to Jeevnodhara. See, in our Bharat, we have more than lakhs of temples and sculptures from the ancient period. So we people throng these temples to obtain physical welfare and again spiritual harmony. But we never think of the temple structure. We just admire the beauty, but we do not realize how this is formed and how this is maintained. And here, Jeevno Dharam is going to help us to understand these. So this is very important. This is very important, Poniji, because most of us, who are uh, ignorant of uh, Shilpa Shastras, we think that it is only about building temples. But what we forget is that once you build it, it's equally important to maintain and um, preserve them. Uh, actually, these temples are built based on a certain grammar laid in Shastra. So these grammar 
starts from the mind, uh, the, the grammar consists of mathematical order and other scientific uh, specifics. So this mathematical order is the base and that mathematical order starts from the minutest atomic particle. So our Shilpi Rishis, Maharishis, they visioned how the particle looks like and they calculated the perimeter of that particle which looks like 2D, uh, two dimension. So now all these things are dealt in Vastu Shilpa Triatizes. So like Vastu Shilpa Triatizes, uh, uh, we have got one of the uh, leading uh, text that is used, followed by the Shilpis of India, that is called Manasara Shastra. And that Manasara Shastra explains 32 types of 32 texts, original text, which deals with both building architecture and temple architecture, Anuradhamma. You know, uh, building architecture consists of building palaces, huge skyscraping, shikas. These are all explained in this uh, um, Shilpa text. So that is why our Guru, Dr. Ganapati Stapati, Padma Bush and Dr. Ganapati Stapati, he says that all the traditional oriented Stapatis, they had inherited the science and technology from their illustrious ancestors. And some of them gained this theoretical knowledge in today's uh, uh, I mean, period. They gained this knowledge and the technical skills through Guru Sishya learning. So like my husband, he, it was a Guru Sishya teaching. It still exists, like we say, Veda Padashala, like that. So these scriptures, these uh, uh, traditional uh, uh, manuals, uh, I mean, uh, uh, text, they unravel the science and technology behind the building of huge temples, skyscraping, shikars. Uh, so they divide it into three types. So entire temple building and the uh, making of sculptures lie in three segments. That is, we call it Alaya Pradishtapanam, temple construction, Bimba Pradishtapanam, fashioning images, Jirnodharam, repairing, renovating, restoring temples and sculptures. So today we are dealing with Jirnodharam. Yeah, Jirnodhar, Jirnodhara or Jirnodharam. Okay. Jirn so, means the old and Uddhar means uh, uh, re-energizing it. So, yeah, I'm going to explain renewing it. Yes, right? yeah, that's right. So like our visionaries, our Maharishis from the past, they have given us the construction uh, modus operandi. At the same time, they have also left measures how to repair and renovate and how to restore the abandoned dilapidated, deformed and mutilated temples and mm -hmm. images. So this is called in three ways. That is Prasada Jirnodharam, Pratima Jirnodharam and Linga Jirnodharam. See, Jirnodharam is in three category. Prasadam means building. That is the sacred built space of uh, Lord. The actual building. Yeah, the actual temple building. And the Pratima is the Vigrahas and Linga is Shiva Linga. Right. These three dealt separately. Okay. So this section of Jirnodhara, you can see in all the uh, um, Agama Vastu Shilpa text under the chapter Prayachitavidhi or Jirnodhara Vidhi or Anukarma Vidhi. So why I'm including Agama when we are talking about building temples and making statues? Because Agamas, they indicate the oral form mm -hmm. that is through chanting mantras, the visible sacred built form 
and the statue together said to bring the vibrancy very alive and it lasts for long so the scholars admit both the uh, uh, roles of acharyas that is uh, shilpi a uh, shilpacharya and uh, gurukul temple priest as uh, vacharya or bhatacharya they are there to adore and sustain the divine vibrancy the one is uh, the the um, first person is by building the temple within the dimensions prescribed in the shastras and the second person the latter is through his chanting mantras and rituals so now let's see what is jirnodharam because uh, recently we hear we hear many temples are being renovated or restored even our ram janmabhoomi ramlalla's temple so and the statues are being uh, restored and this is seen widespread across our bharat so what is jirnodharam and why jirnodharam and how to carry out jirnodharam most of us are not aware about it so jirno dharam is a sanskrit word ma like jirno plus udharam jirno means absorption of divine sanctity mm-hmm. that is the sanctity the sanidhya which is infused in the garbhalaya is being digested within a period of time so udharam means reenergizing recharging mm-hmm. this sanidhya the absorbed divinity that is why the uh, vibrancy infused in the alayam temple and the statue pratima and the linga shaft has to be uh, reenergized uh, once in 12 years because they get weakened yeah so uh, the energy has to be reenergized so what happen if we do not renovate repair or restore restore these temples or sculptures so shastras our uh, ancient shastras our maharishis through shastras they condemn they caution us so tell me um, why do we um, why do we do it every 12 years is there a significance to 12 years yes we do have because uh, see any stuff uh, uh, we are uh, making use has a longevity a certain period only so like that the shastras prescribe once in 12 years uh, uh, to uh, reenergize or to restore the temples from regular wear and tear and any other natural or unnatural disturbances caused through that temple premises on the vigrahas so if we do not uh, uh, renovate these temples what will happen let's see like take the first 12th year uh, everything goes well and the 12th year if you don't perform the renovation with the regular warranty uh, that is correcting the regular warranty uh, if you do not perform that the image the the divine vibrancy residing housed inside the sanctum will leave the sanctum the garbhalaya and it will move to the mahamandapam the prayer hall it, it will be waiting that uh, divine energy will be waiting for the second 12 years what happens after the uh, 24th year the second 12th year again if the jirnodhar is not carried out that divine energy will move from mahamandapam to stalavriksham the temple tree and it will be yeah it will be waiting for the restoration to be carried out whether it can get into the sanctum again so what happens the 36th year the third 12th year if the renovation is not carried out 
then the energy will leave the stellarvarksham and get vanished into the surya mandala that solar system so it keeps because, moving out every 12 years it will keep moving out unless you do something to hold it back in the garbhagriha yes like we hold ourselves by treating us with good vitamins medicines and all we keep ourselves healthy like that we have to take care of the divine vibrancy if not it will leave the temple premises and get vanished or disappeared in the surya mandala so then what happens to the to the temple premises after the divine vibrancy leaves the premises the structure becomes empty and in a melancholic state it will be in a uh, it it will be a sick building i would say in modern tech parlance it will be a sick building without its form devoid yes. of energy devoid of energy that's right and what happens all the negative forces will occupy the premises uh so aponiji you when when we met you told me uh, four different types of jirnodhar that is done four types of temple restoration can you tell us all these four types and walk us through each of them yes because uh, see to identify how to carry out the jirnodharam our maharishis have designed four ways uh, 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 of carrying out this jirnodharam so we call that anhavardhanam havardanam punaravardanam and andaridam okay yes see the anavardanam is like constructing a new temple like you see in the picture here a temple is newly built with respect to vastu shastraic measurements and aesthetic and then comes the uh, and this is called nodana mahakumbhabhishekam when you perform a, a, a kumbhabhishekam first kumbhabhishekam first kumbhabhishekam nodana kumbhabhishekam a new kumbhabhishekam for a new temple structure in olden in olden days people easily identify when they are invited for a kumbhabhishekam they will know whether it's a restoration or a new temple or a dilapidated condition temple because addressing nodana kumbhabhishekam means they know it's a new temple kumbhabhishekam if it is a avardhana kumbhabhishekam they will come to know what it is so that avardhanam is renovating an abandoned temple an abandoned dilapidated temple which is not under daily pujas or rituals like i said the 36th year the energy uh, uh, vanishes and all negative forces resides in the temple so it is left abandoned people do not uh, 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 go there for pujas so that temple when you take up and you do the uh, uh, restoration and perform the kumbhabhishekam is called avardhana kumbhabhishekam then comes the punaravardhanam which is regular temple uh, uh, under worship pujas daily pujas it is taken care once in 12 years with regular wear and tear and if you want to expand the temple or you know any additional shrines these can be done during the 12th year jirnodhara uh, kumbhavishyam and this we called ashtabandhana jirnodhara mahakumbhavishyam why we call it ashtabandhana jirnodhara kumbhavishyam because the statues inside seen installed in the garbhalaya uh, it will be the statue and the pedestal will be binded with an adhesive material called ashtabandhanam ashtabandhanam like uh, eight types of herbal mixture which holds the tight uh, which holds the pedestal and the statue tightly and you cannot separate them and this will uh, its longevity will be for 12 years maximum 
Yeah, so that's why we call this Ashtabhadra Mahakumbhavishetam. Then comes Andharidam. Andharidam is, you know, when uh, you get a uh, heavy flood, fire, unwanted uh, things taking, unpleasant things taking place inside the temple premises or in the sanctum or in Mahamandabam prayer hall, the sanidhyam, the vibrancy gets disturbed, the spiritual ambience. So this, is, uh, this can be any kind of disasters, whether it's yes. natural yes. disasters like yes. floods or lightning or any yes. or man-made disasters, which could be like uh, a, an attack on the temple or yes. uh, or an uh, or a um, or an attempt to you know kind of destroy the temple yes ma that's very correct these things are covered under andaritam mm -hmm. so if the temple premises get damaged then it will be taken care by the shilpis if it is only the spiritual ambience disturbance, mm -hmm. uh, it is caused for spiritual ambience means the priest will have to do that through various type of homas, yagyam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is agamic rituals and, and based on that formulae, they will remove the doshas, the defects caused by natural or unnatural forces. Mm -hmm. So these four types of uh, Jirnodhara are explained. So mm -hmm. what happens, let me tell you, if a temple seen dilapidated in a village, even mm -hmm. though the statues are there, the temple is dilapidated, people go there for worship. Mm -hmm. And what the Agama says, Jirnadhyam Poojidam Handi Nihandi Tat Apoojidam, meaning even the temple is, uh, even the Vigraha is seems to be good form but the temple is damaged you should not perform the puja you should not go to the temple even if you do not go or if you perform the you go there and perform the puja it will be a serious offense as per maharishi's uh, uh, statement mm -hmm. so this will cause unpleasant results like natural calamitous epidemics for the village and the people will be suffering so mm -hmm. Uh, one of the Agama, leading Agama professor, Dr. Sabharatna Svacharya, mm -hmm. he says it's a great offense and this would destroy the salubriousness of the country and the environmental balance of the country. That is what his statement is. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. India has countless and precious temples, ma, mm -hmm. uh, belonging to a certain group of people. Mm -hmm. And these people look at it as their Kula Devata. Kula Devi or Kula Devata family deity. And most of these temples are left unattended because most of them do not live in that village or in that township. They are all away from there. Mm -hmm. And lack of maintenance is there. And due to financial issues, mm -hmm. they are unable to take care of huge sized temples. Mm -hmm. And it is in a pathetic condition. Mm -hmm. So this temple again is left in a sad state, melancholic uh, state. So mm -hmm. this will impact the entire family and community. So this should be avoided and the community should make sure that at least one deep, deep mm -hmm. is there and kind of uh, uh, offering is made at least one time, one Kala Puja is carried out. That is what Agama Vidwans are uh, uh, conveying. And this Agama Vastu Shilpa Shastra also conveys uh, important factor, man. Mm -hmm. When you carry out the Jirnodar, many people, they are not aware because when See, you have got a temple in a very bad state, dilapidated condition, and you are going to renovate it. So 
which material are you going to use the temple is made of brick uh, and uh, cement mortar now you want to renovate it you make use of the same dravya that is brick and cement otherwise you go for a high quality material that is stone stone is considered very high quality and longevity so right. then you have to replicate it with the same measurement yes i remember But this conversation we had yes i remember this conversation yeah. we had where we said the overall quality of the temple can always be improved but it must not go down it must not yes. deteriorate yes yes that's right in that way it will bring all good fortune and prosperity will be there not only for the temple builder for all the devotees and the people living in that locality so right. there is another one statement uh, anuradhama there is uh, uh, the kamika agamam it says manahine mahavyadi அதிகே கர்த்திரு நாசனம் தஸ்மாத் சர்வ பிரயத்னேன காரையே லட்சணான் விதம் தட் இஸ் இட்ஸ் இஸ் லைக் ஜஸ்ட் நவ் வி டிஸ்கஸ்ட் இஃப் வி எக்ஸீட் த எக்ஸிஸ்டிங் மெஷர்மெண்ட்ஸ் ஆர் ப்ரொபோஷன்ஸ் ஃபால் ஷார்ட் ஆர் யூஸ்ட் இட் வில் அஃபெக்ட் த பீப்புள் வித் சிவியர் டிசீசஸ் ஆர் யூனோ லைக் பிளேக் ஆர் எனி அதர் நேச்சுரல் கலாமிட்டி அண்ட் த பில்டர் வில் பி put into trouble so these things are to be taken care and i'm sure most of us are not aware about this because no. i like i said it is not seen in google or wikipedia uh, search engines it is available only in shastraical text mm-hmm. and some of the scholars are revealing it nowadays they are talking about these things to bring to create an awareness so like you had asked me this morning how can the citizen can maintain these temples uh, which would bestow them with spiritual harmony and physical welfare mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. anuradhamma i tell you people has to understand the concept of the temple first mm-hmm. temple is not a congregational hall or an art gallery showcased with vigrahas mm-hmm. temple is nothing but it's a form of god it's a living form yes which can pulsate and vibrate mm-hmm. so we have to look at it as a living organism that's why our scripture says prasadam purusham madhva poojayet matra mantra vittamaha which means the priest who is well versed in mantras should look at the temple the sacred built form and chant the man- mantras since the sacred built form is the god form the purusha and and has to worship him with due respect but we do not know all these things we just go to a temple thinking it's a beautiful art gallery but the god is residing there and we make some kind of prayers and we come back so the agama shilpa shastra it defines temple as a form of god and not home of god there's meaning between these two so the temple is a form of god because the temple is structured the sacred uh, space is built in accordance to the human limbs correlating with human limbs so it's a purusha we look at the temple form as a purusha when the uh, purusha in standing form and when a purusha is reclining form again the temple is regarded as the reclining form of god that is the garbha garbhalaya mahamandapa dwajastamba and the raja gobram in reclining form while standing form we see at he, lord's feet hands 
his uh, uh, shikar the head part and the hair lock is the finial part called kalasha stupi kalasha so this thing has to be understood it's very simple you know like the subtle energy is transferred into gross padam <laughs> it's very simple for you it's not simple for us ignorant <laughs> people honestly speaking so okay. i'm still going to ask you to simplify it sure. very much for um, uh, you know very common people and say that yes. if i know there are two temples in in a in a 2 kilometer radius of my house yes uh, how can i make sure that those temples have the required energy and they are maintained Oh, okay. No, uh, we can But look at this. What can I do uh, in in my own little way? Uh, you know, apart from uh, apart from you know uh, paying for it, what is it yeah. that we can do uh, to maintain it? And then I have some more questions for you. Sure, ma. Sure. Actually, you have to look at the temple. Okay, <laughs> whether it is in a pleasing form. Mm-hmm. So, see, uh, normally when we look at somebody, we say, "Hey, he looks smart." Why? Mm-hmm. because his uh, anatomy the form is, is good yeah so you have to verify whether the temple form is pleasing to our eyes right. and then you enter inside whether you feel the vibration mm-hmm. whether you feel in a, a um, uh, like in yoga shastra we say anantamaya kosham mm-hmm. so how does one feel when he attains that anantamaya kosham mm-hmm. so you have to feel that uh, completeness the uh, um, peace you know peace and harmony when you stand before the sanctum do you feel that means things are imperfect if there is any uh, um, disturbance when you enter inside and when you look at the temple uh, from outside the compound wall it's not very pleasing so there should be some uh, um, uh, miscalculations in the forming of the sacred built form or uh, any uh, cosmetical features are missing due to which the temple is not in complete form so things like that you have to verify rule out one by one so like you have to connect is... with the energy of the temple you know try yes. to connect with the yes. energy and then you will be able to sense anything that is wrong yes. and once you know what is wrong it can always be corrected yes the temple will uh, the temple has to resonate with your uh, uh, um, in a feeling yeah Okay, so Pony Ji, before we end this, I have um, uh, a couple of questions. Like you know that I travel around and I write a lot yes. about temples. So yes. tell me, um, say temples like uh, Sun Temple of Mudhera or mm-hmm. uh, Kandariya Mahadev in uh, Khajuraho. These are temples yes. that are. Um, sorry, these are temples that are. Uh, yes, uh, these are temples that are uh, that exist. They are beautiful mm-hmm. temples. but their mm. murtis are missing and okay. the murtis on the outer wall are either broken or you know they have uh, they've been attacked or whatever uh, mm. so under what category would you uh, 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 would you uh, renovate them okay they are not worshiping temples okay maybe uh, uh, see these temples we can renovate ma we can replicate the temple as it is to in a new place same alike we can replicate otherwise we can replace the damaged parts 
if it is okay. a temple uh, structure okay mm -hmm. you said uh, uh, vigraha is fine missing vigraha so is in, missing yes yeah so in that case we have to make a thorough research we can call the village people the old persons you know uh, those people will be knowing the past uh, the history of the temple or you have to look for the uh, uh, temple history or you have to read the temple walls where they would have uh, uh, um, inscribed like some clues yes you have to find and while so looking what category temple, would it come under in these four categories with what category would it come under okay if it is not under worship then you have to go like i said avardhana i'm sorry avardhana kumbhavishayam avardhana style of jirnodharam jirnodharam okay. where the yes. the main murti mool uh, murti can be uh, replaced and then uh, the kumbhavishakam is done and and uh, what about the temples which are worshiping but some of their uh, murtis are broken like murtis on the outside are broken mool so, murti is there mool murti yeah. is in place yeah. but okay. lot of outside murtis on the outer walls are broken the auxiliary shrines you mean yes and no, this comes under punara parivara murtis not the uh, auxiliary shrine the the ones which are on the outer walls Oh, walls! All the projected murtis, relief. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so these will come under punara vardhanam, ma'am. Uh, so okay. you you can uh, do the uh, corrections for the damages and whatever is missing. See, in shastra, if it is a Mahadev temple, hmm. it will explain what should be carved on the wall. Yes. on the wall of garbalaya hmm. based on that there will be a nartana ganesha there will be durga mata lingodbhava hmm. you know and dakshinamurti so we have to check which one is damaged accordingly we have to replace maintaining the style of architecture that can be done it is possible uh, okay uh, yeah. yeah so which means that lot of our temples and lot of yeah. them in um, in north india at least north of tamil nadu Yes. lot of those temples um, mm. are standing they are standing as temples but they are not really practicing temples no. either because the mool murti is missing or even if mool murti is there a lot of um, the other shrines are missing yes uh, you know so you are saying uh, following either avardhana or andaritam yeah uh, because some of them have been attacked and some of them are yes. in a yes. dilapidated state mm. so i yes. following either of these they can be uh uh rejuvenated yes in some cases we need to do both punaravardhanam and andaridham mm -hmm. or uh, anavardhanam and andaridham you know things are there because those temples would have been attacked on the temple premises uh, are damaged and no vigrahas inside so many issues are there so based on that the expertise team will decide to carry out so they will repair the damaged parts the dilapidated condition will be corrected afterwards the priest team will be there to carry out the andaridham that is the shanti pariharam you know prayachittam prayachittam yeah Mm -hmm. they will have to forgiveness do. basically yes that's right and they will request they will invoke that uh, godly energy to come back and reside inside the temple and bestow the prosperity and spiritual bliss to one and all going to the temple 
yeah yes that brings me towards the end of our conversation this conversation i'm sure we'll have lot more conversations sure uh, but pony ji this reminds yeah. me of um, uh, of what we spoke about that we really do not need to build uh, new temples if we can just take care of our existing temples we That's have so true. many of them Yes, that is what Kanchi Mahapriyava. You know him, yes. uh, Kanchi Pram Mahapriyava Chandra Shekhar Swamigal. He always uh, requests the public. He appeals. You know, please take care of your own Kuladevi Kuladevata temples because India is filled with many ancient, countless ancient temples, and they are waiting to be restored. so each one of us have got you know either see my background tanjavur brahmeshwara temple is uh, our ancestors have built so we take uh, we go there you know we uh, uh, um, provide our services like that we have to reclaim all these surviving temples like you said in north india north of tamil nadu we have to reclaim all these surviving temples and the sculptures from the dilapidated condition and 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 as you said that you know india is a is a highly india is a highly developed country we yes. just have to uh, we just have to take care of things that make us highly developed it's very true ma because see no other country than india i, I mean uh, western countries i'm not talking this side eastern western countries they do not have a brahmeshwara temple or a, a, a north indian huge skyscraping shikhar they do not have everything we possess and we have spread it Uh, towards eastern countries so mm-hmm. imagine all these temples and sculptures the and imagine the sacred energy they can they can provide yes. you know yes. more than yes. anything else yes. imagine the sacred energy that they can provide us yes. uh, you know and i'm sure it will it will uh, we are the richest country ma this is a karma bhumi yes <laughs> right yes. Mohan ji um, okay. is there anything else that we need to know about temple uh, restoration again very small tips that we can do one tip i captured from you is that we must all take care of our own kuldevis kuldevatas yes add to that you also take care of the temples which are in the in the periphery of your home wherever you live yes whatever yes. place you live if you can take care of the temples in your periphery yes uh, and if you uh, keep visiting temples because when the, the places which are visited are also maintained by default that's true uh, see i'll tell you yeah temple tradition is vast ocean ma we have got so many things to be discussed but very crisp and short i would like to uh, uh, request our fellow indians that please approach an expertise sapati of this field to renovate and restore do not make use of ordinary masons or contractors who have poor know how about shastraical principles and rules so what happened defect doshas are occurring so this we should avoid right great pony ji thank yeah. you so much as always it's a pleasure talking to you <laughs> and we will have you back sometime thank you on another thank topic you. thank you so much vanakkam thank you ma vanakkam yeah thank you for joining us on detours you can also join us on instagram facebook and twitter our handle is indie tales i n d i t a l e s see you soon